are you still breathing? I'm good at surviving, or you're bad at killing. Either way, you don't need the author to get what you want. I know why you couldn't release your voice from that shell. Only the one who enchanted it can do that. Wait. You don't mean... I. Father. Ursula. How are you here? In this land? A young mermaid found me and brought me through a portal. I need to say something. I'm sorry, Ursula. I never should have forced you to use your voice as a weapon. It was just... Every time I heard you sing, I heard your mother. And it was too painful. I let that pain fuel my desire for vengeance. But it shouldn't have. Hi, and welcome to another episode of The Secrets of Once Upon a Time. I'm your hostess, Deborah, and it's actually just two of us today. It's me and Shelly. Hello. And we're, we're so excited. We were talking right before I hit record, and it's like, oh, wait, don't say anything. Wait until I hit record, because, you know, we have um, a lot of cool stuff we're going to talk about. Um, but I wanted to uh, start the show by telling you and embarrassing um once upon a time related incident this week so um this is a uh, this actually happened and shelly knows this and and david knows this uh, that i'm a from a very small town in nebraska and i work for a newspaper and my brother is the high school track coach so they always assign me to track teams um to the track um meets to, sh- to shoot it for the paper <laughs> and I know all of the high school kids kind of sort of like I, I know you know there's only probably 25 kids on the team so I kind of know all of them by you know first name maybe last name and but not very well so I'm standing at the end of um it was a hundred yard dash and our hundred meter dash and I'm sitting at the end at the p- finish line and I'm like looking down my camera looking to see who from my team is is there running and i'm like oh oh there's that guy oh what's his name oh his last name is jones and i ended up like going hey killian (laughs) and i totally (laughs) called him killian jones he looked at me kind of (laughs) weird and then he walked away and i'm like oh that's not his name (laughs) it's it's riley his first name's riley So yeah, I had all I totally a Captain Hook moment there. It was really embarrassing. Oh, you know that almost makes me wish Lisa would have another one. Her last name is Jones. <laughs> when when she was pregnant with her son, uh, we used to call him Indiana. How oh, funny! <laughs> but they wouldn't actually name him Indiana after he was born. Uh, so I thought that was unfortunate. Oh, but speaking of unfortunate, today's episode was poor unfortunate soul. And like you hinted at, or uh, Deborah, don't we wish Father Roderick could have watched oh this gosh. one with us and talked about it today? Because it was awesome. I, okay, you know, this is like the epitome of the Little Mermaid episode that he, we, we kind of knew Ariel was floating around out there and we were a little bit disappointed that Ariel wasn't quite as Little Mermaid-ish as we wanted her to be in past seasons. But didn't you feel like this was closely as close to the Little Mermaid storyline as they were going to get? Absolutely. This is so far my favorite episode of season of season four, second half. 
Oh, finally, yeah. I'm I'm ranking this like seven and a half. Yeah, I totally um, was thinking eight myself. Yeah, it's moving. It's and and it, and it gave us the elements that we really like. We went back in time. We saw the we saw backstory. We saw current story. We moved the story forward. We now know what gold is after, sort of. But I I turned out I I've never been a fan of the Ursula character this season, yeah. or this half season. I loved it. I oh, loved yeah. her. I loved the actress. I thought she was beautiful. Oh, and I have to throw a shout out to whoever is doing the costumes. The yeah. costuming is amazing. I, it, it, I kept watching it going, wow, they really did a great job on that outfit. Wow, look how beautiful that purple fish skin looking jacket is on this actress. Oh, yeah. uh, Hook in his blue shirt because he's the hero right now. Oh, so, yeah. Hook was looking pretty good in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's hard to watch with teenage daughters in the room. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> you do have your teenage daughter in the room, right? Or preteen, I should say. I She's... do have my daughter in the room with me, and, and I know she would love to say hello. Hi. There she is. So she's just listening. She can't hear you, Deborah. I know. So I'm I uh, yeah. quiet. <laughs> we, we are having, like, if I could, we would... We'd try to figure out a way to get her on here because she she desperately wants to be involved in our conversation, which I'm totally for. But we'll have to figure that out for another podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So so now I'm caught up. This is the only episode. This is the last episode I've watched. Um, there's I know there's one out there, but I want to go backwards and say that um, I emailed. I thought I emailed you and David, but I definitely emailed David and said, "Okay, remember the episode that was titled Unforgiven? Mm -hmm. We completely missed the movie reference." Oh, yeah. Tell me. Okay. Because I did catch that. I was thinking about the other email. But yes, I, tell me about the... I'm not um, a huge fan of the, the other movie, Unforgiven. I think it won an Academy Award. And I know it was a... Um, oh, oh, oh. What's his name? Clint Eastwood. Yes. Clint so Eastwood. We missed it. Clint Eastwood. He's... It, the whole movie opens. He used to be a bad guy. Now he's a good guy. He's living at home with his two kids. He doesn't want anyone to know about his past. He doesn't want them bringing it up in front of his children. And what did this episode open with? Regina, don't talk about me. Don't talk about my evil past in front of my son, Henry. Oh, Complete totally. parallel right there. We missed it. Oh, it well, that's, out in it's the a, face. I, I hate to say this, and this is going to sound terrible, but I am not. Like, I have only really seen one Clint Eastwood movie all the way through, and that's like um, uh, the Gran the Torino. Charity. Yeah, that's it. Oh, <laughs> so, so I'm a I'm a terrible um, fan of, you know, I like Clint Eastwood, but I've never actually watched any of his movies other than that one. So, so you just know all of his all of his uh, catchphrases. Yeah. 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 So well, I mean, it, seriously, that's all you need. But yeah, <laughs> so now I'm waiting for Regina to say, do you feel lucky? Well, do you? Do, do you, punk? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. It's late. We're in, a, we're in a fun life. mood today. Yeah. <laughs> we're, no. we're totally... Um, but there were a lot of um, catchphrases in this episode where they referenced Little Mermaid. Oh my goodness! Yes, and I hate to go straight to the uh, straight to the end, but she says, "All you wanted is for me to be your Little Mermaid." <laughs> and and the song she was singing, what a beautiful song! I kept finding myself singing along with it and going, "Well, where is that in the actual movie?" It's at the very no, beginning. It's in the beginning. Mm -hmm. <laughs> It's Fathoms Below, and it's That's how right. they introduce us to the Disney movie. That's right. Alan Macon and, um, oh, Howard Ash 
wrote that yes. song. Yes. Yes. Famous. Not all the, the early nineties. I think we were all singing it, weren't we? Yeah. Well, that <laughs> wasn't <Every> song. <laughs> I, I hate to say this, but it wasn't as an important song, I guess, on the soundtrack as you know, you know, "Kiss the Girl" or "Under the Sea," but definitely a recognizable song. Mm-hmm. And, and I liked how they tied in the mermaid as an evil creature because she's a siren. Yes. You know, the siren being that, that mythical creature, that, that uh, the Odyssey. Right. The Iliad, well, the Odyssey. And that's what I thought, too. It was like, oh, siren, she's a siren. But wasn't, didn't we have sirens before? And didn't we have mermaid, evil mermaids before? Um, it was in, um, when we Neverland. went to Neverland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Right, but we, I think our generation maybe growing up with these Disney movies and the Little Mermaid, we always think of them as, as good creatures, but we forget that a lot of the literature, the classical literature, they aren't the nicest creatures. No. So. Well, and not only that, I you know, we, we love Ernie Hudson playing uh, Poseidon in this, but, you know, he's kind of sketchy, too. I mean, he's kind of, he's... Um, you know, King Triton and the Little Mermaid was like, you know, a super nice guy. And then we have, you know, the revengeful, vengeful um, Poseidon. Well, and I think that kind of goes into what this whole episode was trying to tell you um, about how they let their pain. It's going back to that same people aren't evil. There's pain. And, and when they can't deal with that pain, when they let that pain consume them, when they fall into that darkness, they begin to make poor choices, bad choices, evil choices, dark choices because of that pain. And then they let that consume them. And, and even Hook said it at the end. Um, I don't have to kill you. I just have to, I know, I know you're, you know, I just have to take away your vengeance. And so he used the enchanted shell to take Ursula's voice. And, and that was punishment to Poseidon. Yeah. And, and I find it, I found it fascinating that they used the mythology of Poseidon instead of King Triton. Um, yes, because we were, you know, we were just we were discussing this prior to, um, prior to our recording this, perfect. and I and I did go and look a little bit about um, Poseidon up because I, you know, I know he's the uh, you know the god of the seas and blah 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 and horses and earthquakes and, um, and the thing is is that. And this is interesting in the fact that they didn't really bring this out. And this is also something that paralleled um, The Little Mermaid is that King Triton, as well as Poseidon, had a lot of kids. Poseidon had like, I don't know, 40 something kids, including, you know, he used to go from, you know, um, uh, like, I think he had a, a couple children with um, um, oh, the snake haired girl, um, Medusa. Like he had Pegasus with that. So that's that's one of the things that um, he Poseidon married Aphrodite. Oh no, that's not the right one. Okay, Amphorite. But he had a lot of he had a lot of um, girlfriends. And my daughter, on the side. my daughter's over here reminding me now that uh, the the famous Rick Riordan series uh, featuring Percy Jackson, who is amazing. <clears throat> amazing, apparently, uh, his father is Poseidon, Neptune. Oh. It's, yeah. a, it's a book series that it's very, very popular right now. And yeah. I, they tried to make a movie out of it, but it's it was a terrible done. movie. The, the book series has finished. The you book series is done. I'm sorry. but <laughs> Everyone out there with a middle school daughter or son knows who the Percy Jackson books are. So, so Yeah, I do. So yes. I so feel now, like Percy Jackson shows up in Once Upon a Time somewhere. That would be cool. <laughs> 
goodness, yes. <laughs> so, that's funny. So anyway, again, Poseidon is hurting because his now and this was interesting the wife was killed by a pirate did it say killed or taken she's gone killed, i can't remember right. now i it thought did it was say killed. killed i think yeah um avenge her death they did just because one human hurt mother doesn't mean they're all bad mm-hmm. so well he'll show them later but um uh I, when when she told when she tells killian that her her mother was killed by a pirate the first thing i wrote in my notes was blackbeard question mark Oh, and it's the only other pirate we've really been introduced to, right? And then we we hear a little more about Blackbeard um, because of another Little Mermaid, right? So when Ursula throws the unconscious Killian overboard because he can't actually give her back the voice, uh, Ariel pops up and she rescues him. And what's so funny is when he went overboard, I went, "Okay, where's Ariel? She's the only one we know in the sea." And pss, up she comes. <laughs> yeah. But I had forgotten what happened to her and that the ship had been put into the bottle by uh, by a uh, 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 black beard. Right? No. No. Um, shoot. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Frozen. Frozen. Elsa. Elsa. Yes, that's right. I forgot. She even said that. And I, I was like, wait, no, no. Okay. Um, just a little, another little, um, if you're, if you really care, but Poseidon's child is Triton. So no. yes. Okay, so that totally makes sense. Oh, these guys are so good. Yeah. So that's one of it. Like I'm looking at <laughs> what would we do without Wikipedia? I'm looking at Poseidon's Corhotes and Corhotes Horts. I'm sorry, can't speak tonight. And Co-horts. children. Yes, and and they have a list of female lovers and offsprings, and it's a lengthy list. <laughs> 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 that's oh yeah. Here's like yeah, eighty one, eighty two. And then they have, oh, yeah, it's like an 81 name list. So, mm-hmm. but I just, I was trying to look for Ursula on here to see how that would all fit in there. But, yeah. Mm. Well, okay, so one of the things when uh, when Hook f- first really meets Ursula, you know, and he's he's still, you get an you can't get an idea really exactly where this falls in time, except that Ursula was probably about, 25 years older when the curse gets enacted um, so this is even before she's she's grown and she's met gold and all of that so she's meeting hook killian fairly early or somewhere in the middle of uh hook actually going after the dark one he's still on his vengeance quest he's obviously he's been to neverland and been hanging out there for a while so he's not aging at all and he's going back and forth uh somehow in the service of pan yeah um, but when they meet up again in the tavern, he recognizes her voice. And I think they actually kind of hit it off, get along. I, I thought there was kind of like a little love story going to happen. Just, well, he did say, she said, did you steal her heart? And he said, worse. And now we know it's her voice. You know, what's yeah. worse than your heart? It's her voice. But she's singing. She's in this beautiful yellow skirt with a blue bodice and a white shirt. And I kept thinking, where do I know this costume? Where do I know this costume? And it's been driving me nuts, and I have not figured it out. <laughs> well, and okay, so the the yellow skirt. Let me give you one Disney character that it would be, and yellow that would skirt. be the yellow skirt. It would be Jane from Tarzan and Jane. Okay, I've seen that recently. Okay, and then if we're talking blue or purple bodice, we're talking Esmeralda from um, from Hunchback. 
And that's the one I was really hitting on. I asked my daughter to look it up, but the costume didn't look the same. But um, but I'm wondering if that's what I was thinking because the minute I put Esmeralda to it, and then I said, well, maybe Tiana from Princess and the Frog? But no, that know. that she wore the she wore the blue bodice like like the same but the skirt's not the same and so i may i thought also maybe they're just picking up different pieces from the wardrobe and putting them together in color coordinations that make you think disney character yeah well and if you think about when um ariel got her legs in the movie she was wearing like a a blue jumper skirt and a and a white blouse underneath of it if i if memory serves Mm -hmm. me but it wasn't as bright and beautiful and colorful as, no. as Ursula is wearing in that town. It was pretty. It was pretty plain. Yeah, it was pretty plain, if I remember correctly. Like pretty um, peasant peasant looking, I guess you could say. But, right. Yeah. Okay. So, how funny was it when um, uh, she puts that that drop of of uh, mushroom, whatever it is, distillation, mm. onto the bottle, but the bottle doesn't get bigger. Somehow, the ship gets bigger. Everything yeah. in the bottle got bigger, but the bottle itself disappeared. Well, and then you know, that, and I was like, "Well, yeah, you should. There should totally have been a bottle breaking somewhere." But you know, that's not in our our special effects budget, so <laughs> we'll just um, bring out the pirate ship. But you know, I I want to bring out one more thing, which is the squid ink. Yes, yes. He he mentions the squid ink, and so there it is. And we know the squid ink from season one. Yes, when um. Ashley mm-hmm. got Arrested. Rumble Stillskin yep. to sign the contract using the squid ink, and it paralyzed him long enough for them to take him and imprison him deep in the mines. Yes. I and re- so it all ties back together. Yes. I was like, yes, I, I know the squid ink. I remember that scene. And it seemed like, you know, it was hidden on a parchment somewhere and it had hardly been used or something like that. I. I can't even remember season one. It seems like, you know, well, I guess it was years ago. Four but years was, ago. Yeah. I need to go back and rewatch all that because I'd love to kind of go, oh, wow, that makes total sense now. So I know. Me too. I don't have time to watch this season, let alone season one and two and three. So we'll we'll work on that. <laughs> but I feel like I need to at least go back and read some of my notes sometimes because I'll, I'll stumble on something and go, oh, 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 we saw them. We saw them, right? Right. We've seen Ursula before. Yes. And that season was three. Season three. And that, and she was, um, she did look, I think it's the same actress. But when I first initially pulled up the screenshot, I remember, I was like, wait, what? This Wait, this can't be right. And then I thought, oh, yeah, it was Regina posed as Ursula in season three. Mm-hmm. Regina came posed as Ursula. It was very campy, very over the top, very, uh, very much like the Ursula in the in that right, honey. Yeah. But uh, then when the real Ursula, the sea goddess, like came in the mirror to chastise Regina and saying, "Don't you dare ever do that again. Uh, who do you think you are?" You know, she looked more like Medusa. But now we know why there's such a difference because she's not even the one that looked like Medusa's the goddess that that this Ursula was named for mm-hmm. that she turned herself into. So when she tells Hook, he says, "The monster you are," and she gives him that line, "The monster you made me." I I just this one was really well done. I may yeah. have to go from a seven and a half to an eight just yeah. talking about it. <laughs> well, and I, yeah, I thought it was really well done, and the fact that it was just. You know, I love it when they kind of parallel the Disney story so much that you're like, you love 
picking out the stuff that they kept the same and the stuff that they made a little bit of a difference, you know, and I, I love that. So the, that was why I rated it so high. That and then, you know, right. she was saying fathoms below and I was like, yes. <laughs> well, and that, that, uh, oh, yep. a lot of people might think, well, that's the Little Mermaid. That's Ariel's song, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's also Ursula. When, when she takes the voice, that's what she's telling her to sing. Right. So, um, you do you hear that? Yes. Yeah, I did that. Um, I was going to say, also, did you not love Ernie Hudson? Yes. <laughs> it took me a while to remember who, to figure out where I could place him. Because at the beginning, I was listening to his voice only. And I kept going, I know this voice. Where did, He must do voice work too now. I know this voice. And then I looked up and I'm looking at him. And my husband goes, who are you going to call? And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Ghostbusters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He is awesome. He looks good. Yeah, he does. He looks really good. <laughs> and the costuming, woo. Oh, very, yeah. very detailed. Excellent job. Almost that uh, crustacean look with the red and the beaded work. Mm-hmm. And so. it kind of looked like uh, he was wearing like seaweed as, around his neck. And it was really neat. So. Until he came back and then he's got the fur, which was a little bit weird. But That's the only part of the, I guess, the only part I really was kind of like okay they really patched up that plot hole really quickly um is when they brought him back and they're like yeah we went and how did you know where to find you know my father he's not in this world oh we just you know opened a portal and grabbed him yeah grabbed him out of the other world brought him here (laughs) it's convenient that ariel and other mermaids have the skill and magic and ability to open a portal between the worlds they never seem to use it Well, okay. Unless the script calls for it. Well, and if that's the case, then why was Ariel stuck in this bottle and couldn't save herself by opening up a portal and getting herself out? Maybe because she was trapped there by a different kind of magic. Oh, okay. I, that I will we'll, totally we'll buy that. that. I'll buy that rule. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I do. I, while we're talking about Ursula and, and Hook, I do want to absolutely say my favorite part. And there were so many parts that I liked and we haven't even gotten into so much else but my favorite part my favorite part is when um hook told emma that she was his happy ending oh i know and the look she gave him and then they had this beautiful kiss with this tear coming down her face and i just my heart broke and melted because all i know that means is that emma is doomed yeah exactly (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, she's she's it's she's kind of like a soap opera. Well, we'll never do that. I'll love you forever, and it's like, oh, okay, knock, knock, knock. Oh, look, it's my third ex-husband from yeah. Oh yeah. gosh, here we go, here we go. Well, and here's the other thing that I didn't see coming with this episode, and I know I'm going to leap to the end is that we know that Ursula got her happy ending, and then she was gone. <laughs> like, wow, that was easy. <laughs> yes, and and. To jump right back to the ending, yeah. when when Ursula tells him, you know that the uh, the author can't rewrite the stories because of Emma, mm-hmm. and therefore the Dark One plans to did we call this or not fill her heart with darkness forever? Uh, as long as there's a savior, the author can't give the villains what they really want. But it seems like Emma can, yeah, because Emma through Hook Hooks got her his happy ending. Hook loves Emma. He will do anything for Emma. Therefore, he was able to deliver the happy ending. So, uh, so I think gonna there's going to be more to this. I think 
I already know because um, I'm I'm not going to ruin it. But your other email, which we are not going to say because it totally spoils the next episode. Um, oh my gosh, am I right? You are completely dead on. Um, <gasps> but I think we're going to see Maleficent's happy ending very very soon. I'm sorry, I missed what you said because my daughter told me not to fangirl attack on her. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Are you attacking your daughter because you're like no, so super? Excited. I was like, I was so excited about you telling me that I'm I'm right, even though I haven't seen the next episode yet. That she told me not to fangirl attack on you. So I missed what you said. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, um, I I think that Maleficent is going to get her happy ending very soon. Like in the next, like she's going to be gone. And then it's like, and then there were three and then there were two. And that's an interesting um, story. I mean, way to move the story. We haven't seen, we've only seen bits and pieces of Cruella's story. And that's through Dalmatians and through, you know, just random pieces of it. But she's probably going to get her happy ending too, but it might be. I don't know if it's going to come the next villain to fall into a hero mode is going to be Cruella or is she going to be the last to fall or, you know. And why does she have to fall into a hero mode? Why can't she just get her happy ending and move on like Ursula did? Right. And so like Maleficent, I can't picture Maleficent becoming a hero. But what if, what if Emma can bring happy endings to everybody? Maybe that's part of being the savior. Exactly. She saves the villains. But then she maybe sacrifices herself and becomes a villain herself. That's just twisted. But, you know, they're they're twisted enough to do that to us. Well, speaking of twisted, let's talk about August. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I love him. (laughs) And I got to say my most favorite part actually had to do with August. And it was it was um, something Gold said, which was, you know, you're not going to like this. And yes, it's going to hurt. <laughs> I know. I'm not going to lie to you. This is going to hurt. <laughs> oh, that was so awesome. That was like the best line of the show. Oh, and the, the CGI was really good. I kept waiting for Father Roderick to go something about the CGI. But I thought they did a great job showing him turn back into the wooden boy and then back again. And I thought, well, that was temporary. What happened there? And then the nose grows. <laughs> yes, it was awesome. His nose is awesome. But it was back to normal by the time that they rescued him. That's right. And, um, you know, it's kind of nice to have him back. And it's kind of nice to have that um, storyteller. Like, I know who the storyteller is. And I know this. And yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of nice to have that. And another very touching moment with Emma. Yeah. I'm so glad that, you know, as, as horrible as it is, and these aren't the way we wanted it, but I'm so glad I didn't have to wait 20 years to see my friend again. Yeah. So now I also need to go back and watch all the episodes where Emma and August interacted in that first season end of the first season when he rode in on the motorcycle remember what's bag what's a typewriter no what else is in the bag remember when he rode in and we were like who is he who's he supposed to be and a stranger comes to storybrook exactly and we were like (laughs) theorizing what who he was supposed to be and i i don't know how long it took us to figure out he was pinocchio but it was awesome it was and that's what made i mean and that's what i think this episode captured that fun about it again so and there's ursula listening to that music on the radio you know singing and Ur- and she has the knife and regina's like let's light a fire Pshhh. yeah but still so so we we did find out that august knows all about the book and the author because of the dragon and remember oh, yes. in hong kong he yes. was 
he met the dragon. Um, oh, who was it that killed him? The woman with Pan. Um, that that little side story that I thought was so terrible about. So terrible, I can't even remember it. Although Neil's, I remember the death scene. Neil's yes. girlfriend, Neil's fiance, yes. the fiance who was yeah was out to kill Neil. Yes, right, right, and so she killed the dragon. Right, they and were she was the, the one. Magic. She was part of that secret society, trying That's to it. yeah yeah no totally come yeah she was terrible. Yep. Yeah. So how did you like Regina's little uh, uh, smoke signal? Oh. What movie did it remind me of? Oh, like Beetlejuice. It totally reminded me. Are you talking about where she took um, took over uh, Mary Margaret? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So she sends that poof of smoke, which is you can kind of see that in um, Sleeping Beauty with Maleficent. The crow sees the puffs of blue and pink magic coming out of the chimney. Yeah. And but then she like totally takes it. We don't have much time. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> gold yeah. is here. You know, oh you, no! You know what movie it totally reminded me of? Of Ghost when Whoopi Goldberg's like, oh, yes. like yeah, playing the medium and like that guy's like, how? What did you do to your hair? Yeah, totally oh. reminded me of that. Oh, and so at least they didn't uh, they didn't have you know like any kind of touching love scenes between yeah. anybody while she was possessed. But Belle finally like give give us the dagger. What? I don't have the dagger. I gave it to you last night. You're like. Oh, for the love of everything in Storybrooke. Come on, people. <laughs> Just when I thought he couldn't deceive me any more. Yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, you're so stupid. Okay. See, see all the clocks on the wall? No. So when, when, they're, when Killian's sitting there saying that banishment's too good for him, you know, I should have driven the dagger through him, there's a bunch of clocks on the wall. Oh, Interesting. So, and then later they go back again, and she's like, uh, okay, she's like, how do I know you're really killing? And he's like, seriously, now you're questioning well, me? It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ursula's line is great. If he were the dark one, lover boy here would be dead. Yeah. Everything in the background is an, a musical instrument. There's like a sitar, a guitar, well, a that's... blue guitar, a banjo, the the trombone, the trumpet, the tuba. I mean, that's um, been in there for a while now. In right, the Fantasia. Right, right. Yeah. So yeah, we're we're totally not done with the Fantasia thing. Although it was dormant for this episode, from what I could see. But when know. she said "Lover Boy" and I saw the blue guitar, all I could think of was the band, <laughs> the '80s hair band. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> He's here, man. Yeah. Well, and That's my um, husband's department. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Just remembered. Doesn't doesn't um, one of the villains refer to one of the princes as lover boy too? Doesn't Ursula in Little Mermaid refer to Eric as lover boy? Yes. Okay. I thought that was yeah. lover boy. Yes. Yeah. It's hitting ring a bell. So, so Hook back in Gold Shop. Hook said, "You know, I would have. We should have." shove that dagger into his heart when we could have mm-hmm. and then later at the end uh they're saying you think he's okay he kind of went to a dark place and emma's like well yeah i'd have done it too and they're all like oh no oh no oh, oh no she's going to the dark side <laughs> what if what if emma becomes the dark one? Oh, that would be terrible i would hate that because yeah. how are you going to free her you can't free the dark one except by killing her maybe maybe hook will actually become maybe it's prophetic maybe hook will become the dark one now that would be more interesting if you had to do it 
because then what could Emma's love save him? Right. Because he did say he should have plunged the dagger, and she said, no, no, because then you would be the dark one. He's like a small price to pay. Did, did you? Oh, I don't know. This whole episode, not only did I get Little Mermaid, but I also got Pirates of the Caribbean, and not only just Pirates, the first movie, but like the third movie where, um, you know, Orlando Bloom's character had to... Yes! Was it plunge himself with a, the dagger? He, well, so, he had to take his heart out. Yeah, so and be- put it in the chest and become, yeah, become uh, Davy Jones. Yes, yeah, you're right. Oh, oh, you may be, you may be more right than you think. Oh, we'll we'll see. That I mean, would be, I hadn't thought of that. That would be really interesting. Yeah, but that was the only way that yeah Orlando Bloom character was ever going to live is if he became basically the the caretaker of the underworld mm-hmm. yeah so maybe that's what maybe never but know. would she be able to separate the evil part of the dark one from hmm. okay so the page yes the, the author page. is in the page yes and i, I, I hate why to sp- see it coming until he looked up and he said i didn't know where henry was keeping this page the minute he said i didn't know where henry was keeping this page Yes, my daughter's raising her hand. Me. I knew it. So she knew it. She figured it out. I didn't. But when he said that, I was like, oh, they said the sorcerer trapped him. Yeah. It Behind a door. It's the one that he's trapped in the book. Yep. Hello. And uh, and I hate to spoil it, but in the next episode, you, see, you actually meet the author now. Yay. Yay. No, I can't wait to watch. Yeah. So, and uh, yeah. I'm not going to say any more, but yeah, I'll say more next week when we record. So anyone who's listening, make sure that you get the next episode. Yes, because I, yeah, okay, I'm going to stop myself because I will go on a, you know, I'll get on my little soapbox and go, ah! So Yeah, stop. <laughs> so so who do you think the evil queen, why do you think Regina was saying the evil queen was trying to protect her, from, protect Robin from her in her dream? Oh, from Emma? No, wait. The evil queen was trying to protect Robin from. She's in. She's in the cabin. She's ha- right. asleep. She's having a dream. She's and walking. She's, she sees Robin. She's, oh, you're what matters. I'm here with you. And they kiss, and she's like, "Oh, but someone's watching." And then it's her as the evil queen. Right. And then later, when she tells Emma about the dream, and I still love that Emma and Regina are buddy buddy. I just love this. Um, she says, "I got the feeling that, you know, the evil queen was there to protect Robin, not to hurt him." Protect him from who? Protect him from me. I wonder, you know, it could also be, I hate to say this, but, you know, Emma and Regina are so buddy-buddy that maybe they both kind of, they're, they're very much heroes right now. Maybe they both turned villain by the end of this. Oh. I don't know, but they keep referencing how easy it is to slip back into old habits. Yeah how easy it could be to to fall back into that darkness to make a bad choice and and back to I hate to go back to Ursula but back to the Ursula story it's just a series of bad choices that people made while they were in pain and and not thinking straight you mm-hmm. know and not acting towards each other with kindness but but being selfish so to speak to feed Wait. that that pain um, so if they started acting that way Emma's the only one who hasn't acted that way since she came to Storybrooke right so. Well, and yeah, I was just thinking about that too. If, if you know how, what separates villains from heroes is just 
bad choices <laughs> is, you know, trying to solve their problems an easier way than actually doing the work to solve their problems. Right. I think that's, again, what bothered me so much about the hook and snow. I'm not hook up. Charming and Snow lying to Emma and Charming and Snow saying, we did this horrible thing. To me, that feels very, I know we've talked about it a lot, but Mm -hmm. it still feels a little out of character for me that they would make a bad choice rather than make a tough choice, the right choice, even though it's difficult and hard. Right. And I hate to be a spoiler, but that's actually in the next episode, too. You'll see their bad choice. You got to quit talking. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm just like, oh, I can't We have to anymore. go now because even though it's really, really late at the time that we're recording this and I have to be up at the crack of dawn to take my daughter somewhere, I'm about to turn the TV back on. <laughs> I know. Don't watch it yet. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But you will. Okay. So I rated this episode an eight. I probably rate the next one an eight as well. Maybe even a nine. Oh, good. That's so exciting to know that I, I'm going to have fun watching the next one. Yeah. So. Like, you know, we, we've sat through the first couple episodes of this second half and we're like, oh, this is so boring. What the heck are they doing? And now we're we're finally getting some substance and some meat. But I got to say, my complaint is that the Ursula storyline was over way too quickly. Yes, mm. I, I can see that. But it moved the story. Yes. And, and it now was a we know an episode. And then we noticed that there were then there were just, you know, Cruella and Gold and Regina and or and Maleficent and it's like, oh, we took one away. Now, you know, it's like kind of like a bad horror movie like there's one gone, who's next? No. So. Ursula will be back. I think Ursula will be back before the season ends, either in the finale or as part of the wrap up or she'll come back and and be on the side of the heroes or so. something will happen that will bring Ursula back. Cuz you're right, that's too easy. Yeah, it was so, way too easy. So it'll come back. But okay. um, was there anything else that really stood out that we haven't talked about? I can't think of anything that really. I love the nose growing. That was great. Yes, the nose growing was awesome. Mm, had a couple of good. Had a couple of, of funny lines. You know, how are you still breathing? Yeah. I'm really good at surviving. Or maybe you're really bad at killing. <laughs> that was a good line. Yeah. Not as good lover boy here would be dead. <laughs> so, and but that was he, interesting that they went to uh, Will Scarlet. The name, yes. Yes. Thank you for bringing the, that up. To get the mushroom from my... You spent a lot of time in Wonderland. Surely you have something to restore my poor ship. Which was a beautiful ship. And, and his yeah. hook was the key. That was a man. That was really great. And we paused it, but we couldn't read what was written around the lock. Oh, I didn't see it either. But hmm? yeah. I just, I'm glad that Will Scarlet was like able to kind of think, like he's becoming a hero too. Right. Yeah. Right. Very not, that, much. not that he, I don't know. I was kind of thought he was a little uh, squeamy there. I don't know if a better word, but he's kind of not necessarily hero material prior to this episode for me. No. Do we know where Glowerhaven is? Glowerhaven? That's where she wanted to go? <laughs> no. I don't know where that is. I'm I'm tempted to look it up on the, the wiki to see if somebody, you know, a, a fan person figured it out. But, eh, I don't know. that. If you've ever been on the Once I've Upon a Time wiki. I've heard it It's driving me crazy. Because you know how you hear it and you're like, I know I've heard this somewhere. I know I've heard this somewhere. I thought it she she said Briar Haven and I was like, Where have I heard Briar Haven before? 
but it's Glowerhaven, huh? Ah! Ah! You said wiki. Sorry, I went there. In the original, the 1989 The Little Mermaid, Prince Eric has turned down marrying the princess of Glowerhaven. Oh, there you go. And so, um, I forget, Mildred, forget princess why, of, yes, princess of Glowerhaven. Yep. So there we go. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but it still was just, just nagging at me. Where do I know this from? Wow. Very good. There are some, there are some odd and definitely, um, you know, people who come up with all of these like side characters, they spent a lot of time researching these storylines. <laughs> I, I tell you, I'd love to go and see their, their room the with their idea room there mm-hmm. with all the little, what I envision to be a bunch of post-it notes and index cards and that string, like in the, every movie where they ever, you know, come up with a, a conspiracy theory and everything's got string all around the room and if you follow the string it goes to this one which connects to this one and then it all ties together here Ta-da! well and you know i hate to my favorite thing that we haven't gone back to since and i i wish we could go back to the um looking glass episodes where they had the magic hat that the mad hatter had and it had all those doors to other realms and we're like what happens and all of those other realms. And we have yet to even open like, you know, a mm-hmm. third of those realms. Yeah, that's right. We've never gone back into like the, the central hub to look at the different doors and different rooms. And we've seen a lot of the different worlds now, but uh, haven't yeah. haven't gone back in the hat. They've just forgotten about that. I know. And that was like, I think that was one of my favorite points at Once Upon a Time is the actual... Mad Hatter and Alice references. I always thought that was kind of neat, the the hat and the and that whole storyline. But we mm-hmm. haven't seen that, you know, since. So, all right. Anyway, I suppose we should probably wrap up. Um, I don't think there's any. I I don't want to give away any spoilers again this episode. Maybe next episode, because you know I've already seen technically the next episode, so I'm going to wait and. We're kind of, once we record that episode, we're actually caught up until Sunday. Sunday. (laughs) And then it starts all over again. So we'll have lots of theories in our next episode. Um, Just just as a reminder, we are um, an SQPN affiliate. If you're missing Father Roderick, um, you can catch a lot of his other podcasts. Um, He has, I don't know how many, a ton right now. He is, he's just... Po- I, you know, recording. I gave everything. up. I gave up counting about two years ago. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> if you can find him busy at work on SQPN, and if you actually want to see him record on Saturday mornings, if you go to SQPN Live, a lot of times you'll see Father um, recording the break live, and it's kind of fun to interact with him on in the chat room and the, to see him, you know, do his podcasts. So if you're if you're interested in doing that. Um, we also record some other SQPN podcasts um, live, including um, Catholic Weekend, which is one of my favorite podcasts that SQPN does. Um, other than that, next time we hope to have David back with us. He's he's busy tonight, so he couldn't help us. Um, and then how do we get a hold of you, uh, Shelley, for if somebody wants to follow you in your um I want to say podcast, but that's not it. Your blog. <laughs> well, we blog, my sister and I, Lisa, blog at of Sound, Mind, and Spirit, which is just 
www.soundmindandspirit.com. Um, I'm more often than not posting things with her on the Facebook for Sound Mind, of Sound Mind and Spirit, and she's been doing more of the blogging uh, because work's been crazy for me. So, but I'm still here, so you can catch me here, and uh, you can find us over there. Yeah, I, I'm actually, you know, what I'm doing? I'm going on to SQPN right now. Um, because I realized once I said, oh, yeah, we you, we have all this. And I'm like, oh, we haven't I haven't checked our if we have any feedback on our <gasps> website yet. So I don't Do we have any feedback. I don't see any um, comments yet. So um, okay. I, know, I know I know I'm I'm just looking just to make sure that we don't have any comments and we don't have any comments that I can see in this particular website but we should say hi to mike oh yes <laughs> our, our number one fan mike kuipers yes um, so yeah we should have him on sometime because he is actually quite knowledgeable about disney and um and uh tv and and um you know classic movies and all that he's very knowledgeable so he might actually be a a wealth of information i might have to see if he's interested in that at some point that would be good and, yeah. and if you don't know Mike Kuypers, you should go look him up, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but you can also leave us feedback if you go to Once Upon a Time. You'll notice that um, under podcast, it'll have the Once Upon a Time break, um, Secrets of Once Upon a Time. You click on that, and then it has um, places where you can leave a reply. You can share it. You can do all sorts of stuff with that. So if you want to do that, go ahead. Um, you can follow me. You can also email us, by the way. Um, I believe it's uh, once upon a time at sqpn.com, I want to say. You can follow me, Deborah. Um, I, I do most of my work. Um, I'm kind of a, I guess, um, if my handle is DizLP38, which Diz stands for Disney. So there you go. Um, I think we talked about that at some point. Yes. Yes. Let's go back a few episodes. She did. Yeah. I'll tell you the meaning of that. Um, so I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. Um, Deborah Jane Chabin. I have my own podcast. It's called I Pilgrim Podcast. I haven't recorded anything in a while. Well, in a couple months, but I have one kind of technically in the can. I just have to edit it before I can release it. And um, other than that, we're going to wish you a happy week and we'll catch you next time. Bye bye. <laughs>